0: What's up what's up what's up guys welcome to the follow me show you are here with your hosts Drew (laughs) and Didi and today's topic on episode four of follow me realty or the follow me show we are going to discuss how social media plays and what kind of role that it plays into your sales niche marketing strategy as a real estate agent
1: and how much you should do it.
0: Yes, exactly. And so today what I'm going to do is talk to Drew and ask him a lot of questions because I'm going to give him a lovely introduction. So for those of you who do not know Drew very well, um, he has been the guru, the massive action freak when it comes to putting all social media content out relevant for Follow Me Realty as well as the Opera Realtor. So he is truly the man behind the curtain.
1: And the opera realtor is no more, yes. so don't look that up.
0: Yeah, if you Google the opera realtor, we might not rank for anything except for a few little things here and there. But uh, um, yeah, I want to talk to you and ask you a few questions about what that experience was like. Basically, acting as the uh, the opera realtor <laughs> as the opera realtor, essentially. <laughs> so, guys, if you know me as the opera realtor, because that was me, um, you were seventy five percent of the time you were flirting with a man. So congratulations! I've always wanted to hey talk that. Hey
1: boys!
0: <laughs> and so yeah, I'm gonna ask you some questions. And Just
1: kidding! It. I wasn't flirting with you.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. Most of the time, you were talking about whatever on uh, on sports, anything related to uh, the Celtics or uh, Green Bay, and they got very butthurt by that. But
1: they did. <laughs>
0: it was, that a girl
1: knew more sports than them.
0: Yeah, they're like, what? How? And, yeah, and yeah, with the Celtics, that was funny. Okay. Um, so today I'm going to basically ask you all the questions and find out really what kind of turn you saw, uh, in, in our marketing strategy when you started to implement the metrics and also I'll add a little tips, a few things here and there too. For sure. So, okay, let's start out first and I'm going to ask you this. How did you see social media playing such a huge role? Um, into a real estate agent's overall strategy? And the reason why I ask this is because normally when you start with really anybody with the traditional brick and mortar brokerages, they don't really have much of an emphasis, even though that's huge these days. They don't really have an emphasis on how that plays into your uh, your marketing strategy. So why did you decide to start doing that for the Opera Realtor?
1: Well, for two reasons. Uh, for one, we were broke at the time. <laughs>
0: yes, so it was we free. Mm-hmm.
1: And for two, I read a little book called The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. So pick that up if you guys haven't read it. Yep. And I realized the only difference between selling and not selling was the fact that people didn't know us.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I decided to let the whole world find out about us. Yeah. So that that's really the whole thought behind it.
0: Because... A thing that I know that Grant says is, you know, if no one knows you, they're not going to buy from you. Exactly. And in real estate, they say don't be a secret agent, but they don't really tell you how to attack it. So although we kind of knew that that was important and relevant, they weren't giving you logistics and also uh, a metrics to go by.
1: Exactly. I created my own our, our own metrics.
0: So let's break that down. Okay, so what... First of all, what platforms did you see had the most effect on having an audience and a reach for uh, for the opera realtor?
1: Well, the biggest one is Twitter. Mm-hmm. Then after Twitter is Instagram. And then after Instagram is Pinterest. Okay. And really those three, I'm, I feel like I'm forgetting. LinkedIn, LinkedIn yes, yeah. yes. LinkedIn. Your industry networking. Yes, so really those four were crucial to, to massive action.
0: Mm-hmm. And we're really
1: getting the name out there.
0: Okay. And why Twitter? What did you find happened on Twitter?
1: Well, Twitter is easy. So, the thing about Twitter is it's easy to get a quick following.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: therefore, adding a lot of prestige. So, Facebook, even Instagram, a little bit, it's harder to get a, a following as fast. Right. So, Twitter was, it's very, once you know what you're doing, it's very easy to get a quick following. And that adds instant credibility to you, the person. So when people are Google, Googling you, when your clients are looking you up, they go out, they're they gonna go on there and they're gonna see, like, wow, this person's pumping out content all the time, they have okay. 10,000 followers. So that is probably the most important one for the immediate to add credibility. So that was definitely the one I attacked first. And then after that, it was Instagram, Pinterest, and LinkedIn.
0: Okay, so let me ask you a little bit more about Twitter and then I'll ask you about the other social media platforms. So with Twitter, what kind of content were you pumping out? I mean, I know, but for our audience to know, what kind of content were you pumping out?
1: Well, the content was not that much real estate, even though we are in real estate. I was pumping out opera because you're an opera singer. Right. Mixed in with a little bit of real estate and a lot of success jargon. So people love that. They're like, oh my God, you're an opera singer. You're about success. And next thing you know, that just kind of caught on like a wildfire.
0: So then you were pumping out. I, I remember you had a lot of motivational things out, and I contributed on some level. But I know the majority of the tweets that were going out, they were straight from your brain.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: And you were putting this out, um, not just. And I'm going to ask you about the following sentiment, but yes. specifically just putting the content. You are creating these by hand. Yes. 24 tweets a day. Any
1: Anywhere between 12 to 48 tweets a day. So it, on the days where we were strapped and, and we didn't have a lot of time, it was every other hour. Mm-hmm. But most of the time it was once an hour. And then sometimes we ramped it up to two an hour. Okay. Two tweets an hour.
0: Yeah and then we were getting a lot of engagements even though there were so many tweets so for instance when the more you, you hear, tweet
1: the more you getting you get engagements
0: yeah because you have a lot of social media quote unquote gurus and people that will say hey pay us to
1: do 5 tweets a day
0: yeah and then they're <laughs> saying well we find that you know if you do it any more than that then you're not act- you're losing your audience but that actually wasn't the case for us no
1: that's that's the exact opposite it's yeah. it's whenever we took that break
0: mm-hmm. and we weren't tweeting that oh much that
1: we actually lost a little bit of an audience
0: mm-hmm. and then of course this was this was although we put original content that we just find a, a good quote that whether we saw somewhere or we both came up with or you came up with you would uh you would post it the majority of the content was automated which definitely helped but that still didn't lose it w- yeah it, it was
1: automated in the sense of we used automated tools so we, we would create it and then set it up to go out at certain hours. Right. That, I mean, and, and it was wasn't fully automated, automated, but yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Now we did fully automate it at one point mm-hmm. with a social jukebox, mm-hmm. which used to be Tweet Jukebox. Um, oh, but like Fargo's? yeah, yeah ten far. But for the most part, we just timed it out, made yeah. made up our own content, and then timed it out.
0: And. Yeah, that was definitely, I mean, to be able to automate it, even though it is on there, just going out constantly, hour by hour, um, we still didn't really lose any engagements because it was original content. It was It was relevant yeah, to we what did, we were doing.
1: We No, I mean, I, we were getting tons of retweets, tons of likes, tons of followers. I mean, really, it goes on and on and on.
0: Now, let me tell you guys what I did on my end. Although we were capturing an audience, it was basically creating a celebrity for yourself on, on Twitter, yeah, right?
1: That, that was the importance. It wasn't right. so much of lead conversion, although we did get leads from there. It yes. was more for creating the celebrity so your real leads or your quick leads, as we mm. like to call them, could quickly look you up and be like, oh my God, I'm working with the Opera Realtor.
0: Exactly. And that happens. <laughs> <laughs> that happened so much, it was ridiculous. So, what I did on my end as the real estate agent, I would then go in and, you know, do like five to 10 canvas um, a week and create. by listings. canvas.
1: She means creating, like, picture quotes, and that is a program that you can use.
0: Yeah, and it's a really, really awesome design one. So I used Canva, and I would create, like, listings, like, hey, you know, whether it was new construction listings, my listings, or other people's listings, I basically branded myself, hey, give us a call. But the thing was, the content was more about entrepreneurship, motivation, and also opera. So constantly putting out things about music, classical yeah, performance.
1: and and – Simply due to the fact that we are pumping out so much content and we're constantly talking about success, we got calls from ABC's The Chew, so we're on TV, where everyone else was applying to be on that show. They called us and said, hey... We're coming to Orlando. We want you guys to be on our show. Yeah, and that
0: was mainly from Twitter, I think.
1: That was from Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Uh, we had uh, famous composers getting contact with you to yeah. do to and do at work. the
0: time, you know, although it was awesome, the fact that they were getting in touch, like I, I really was focusing mainly on, you know, being a realtor. But the thing is, it worked. You know, the celebrity worked. So what was awesome is I started to be able to pick and choose the agents or the clients that I was working with, the buyers and the sellers. And, um, have them to my standard, which is what you'll be able to start to do, so even if you're not necessarily converting leads like you would on Zillow, you do start to gain an audience you convert
1: so I think the way it works is like you're gonna get some leads, obviously, but it's not like it's Zillow, so mm-hmm. you're not getting ten fifteen leads a day, hmm or that maybe that's a bit much, but a week no, like, you, mean, like you like get you that wouldn't, much yeah, well, like you would on Zillow yeah,' like you would in Zillow um but we got we got a few leads that we actually closed on simply due from our content but the whole reason for the twitter is so that you can you can close better when on, on the other leads right. such as zillow and I, I don't know what word i'm looking for the conver- your conversion ratio will be much better with zillow it's not, when you have a credit, when you're you know when you're you credible. have a
0: celebrity and credibility yeah, exactly. so it's not your primary source of lead generation guys but the thing is when Like we, you always hear us say this, when people Google you, what are they going to find? And for SEO purposes...
1: Are they going to find you taking a beer bong with your shirt off?
0: Are they going to find you taking another kind of bong shot? Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) Are you hitting the bong?
0: Yeah, I mean, are you being a professional in your industry and, you know, in your specific niche? And so that was what they found, you know. So as an opera singer slash real estate agent, I had a lot of opportunities I was on TV more than once. I was on the radio as a result of the content pushed out. Now, you might have, and I've heard a lot of other agents say this before, this objection. Well, You're I'm an not opera a, singer. Yeah, I'm not an opera singer, so you just got lucky with your niche. No. Negatory. No, you can always niche something, anything. There's
1: plenty of people. There's the broke realtor. Yeah. No, the broke The broke agent. The broke agent. He yeah. makes money from selling shirts as yeah, well Martin as... Does. Being a realtor because he and created that funny. niche,
0: and he and he has the niche of he understands in a very humorous way what agents will do in great lengths to get the sale done, and he just you know he jokes about it, and it's true. Um, so he created his own niche, the broke agent. You can literally do this with anything, and again, like we talked about before, simplify home guy. People will appeal. He does appeal to a specific crowd and it works for him so you can really brand anything and you can develop uh, integrate it into your niche marketing yeah, strategy. Yeah, exactly.
1: And then an- a- another one that or I don't know why I can't speak. <laughs> another could be great thing yes, could be the vodka. Another great thing that happened uh, or our biggest lead was that $25,000 lead. And mm-hmm. I'm not sure if we talked about this in the other podcast I'm not sure. But it's when you got that $25,000. Yes, we did.
0: And it was huge. Yeah. And the reason was because of the presence. Yeah. So to always go back to and, the, and
1: he referred back to saying, wow, you connected with me on Twitter, on LinkedIn.
0: And not just connected. We had an audience. And when I say we, it's because Drew, he really was yeah. establishing that a, audience.
1: It was close to 100,000 followers ac- across all platforms. Yes. You know, which is, it, it's okay. But if you're a realtor, that's kind of... That's a lot more than most. Yeah. So you're you're definitely setting yourself apart from other people.
0: There's one agent that's really good on Twitter that, to be honest with you, once I met him, he actually, uh, he was a listing agent to help me buy... I'll buy our, our condo. Our condo. Yeah, yeah. So when we bought our first home, he was the listing agent. And come to find out, because this rarely happens for us at least, um, he had a bigger social media presence than, you than did. I did. Yeah. And I went, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. How many followers do you have? And when I looked, I mean, he has people that are constantly, you know, engaging with him. His name is David Welch. He's a Remax agent. I think it's a Remax Downtown. Yeah, he's awesome, and he's super approachable. And the reason why I bring him up is because what ended up happening is the condo that we purchased, he got that as a result of an investor. Of his social and, media. Yes, yep. and in Canada, she saw his social media post and said, "You know what? I actually want to buy a few homes." Uh, and view investment properties in Orlando. And so she found him from Twitter. And so it yep.
1: worked. If they see that you're cool for whatever reason,
0: mm-hmm.
1: they're automatically going to think that you are smart and you know what you're talking about. So yeah. all you new agents out there that you know are still learning,
0: mm-hmm. if
1: you have a huge social media presence – That will erase a lot of doubt in your buyers or sellers.
0: Exactly. And then once you're implementing the information on the real estate and when you're actually working with them and you have the information to give to them, then you become very credible as a result. Because now, not only do you have the celebrity, but you know what you're talking about. So it's a twofold. Like, yep. I mean, you have to know that, you know, you have to know the industry, know the market, know your, your information, know your shit. Yeah. And then on the other hand, you know, you are essentially creating your own celebrity and it works. Okay. So I want to ask you a little bit, I'm going to move on to Instagram. Okay. Yes. Instagram is one of those where, how, how did you make me use it? Cause that's more of a personal thing where I had to show my face a lot.
1: Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> okay, well, okay. What, well, let me, what, what what was I telling you today? Do? I don't remember.
0: Well, okay, and I I'm going to be honest with you guys, this is one I'm really bad at because I was constantly putting out fires. I felt like as a realtor, so I know for you guys, uh, you know, when you start to work your deals, you'll have the same issue, but with Instagram, I never really wanted to use it for its intended purpose as a realtor. Like, I didn't want to put a whole bunch of open houses. I did. Um, but what you always told me to do is like three postings a day, yeah. which definitely would have helped.
1: Yeah. At least I'm so bad at it. three to four posts a day on yeah. Instagram. And the reason being is because the social norm would be one to two. Yeah. So you're doing four and you can't post on Instagram like you would on Twitter. It, it doesn't make sense. It's not that kind of platform. Yeah. So you can't post. Two pictures an hour. It, well, just, it doesn't work like that.
0: Most people, it seems like, and this is not coming from any statistics or anything, just from what I'm noticing, like they only post like once every three days or so. Yeah. And yeah. okay, and guys, listen, I'm gonna be very blunt. Sex sells. So if you're hot and yeah. you have a way to make yourself look really nice, yeah. even if it's in profile photos, like that absolutely exactly. will get you yeah. traction. So good I,
1: looks, good pictures sell.
0: Yeah, and so Big I time. had a lot of guys constantly saying, Hey, yeah, you know, I wanna I wanna go ahead and take a look at this and that. But the thing is they were they were legitimate, obviously. I made them get pre approved by my lender before I took them out.
1: But what but drew them in was the pictures. They're exactly. Like, yeah.
0: So, you know, and I put out like singing videos or whatnot, so it doesn't necessarily have to be related to real estate. All the it time It does
1: a little bit. Yes. You know, twenty-five to fifty percent, just like Twitter. But the whole thing is you're, you're talking about your niche. So, you know, you could be the fast car realtor. So, you could have a lot of pictures of nice cars and then a picture of you selling homes. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh my God, you're the fast car realtor. I love this Camaro that I have. Yep. Or whatever car you like.
0: Mm-hmm. The and Miami boom. realtor. There are a lot of things you can do. Um, just as a disclaimer, I feel like I have to say this um, because I am a real estate agent, I am a broker. Be very aware of the fact that if you're using the Realtor trademark, that there's a way around that too. Yes, there's absolutely a way around that. But just putting it out there, so that way you guys know we're not giving you bad information. Um, if you are associated with the National Association of Realtors, and they see that you're using Realtor, and this did happen to me as the Opera of Realtor, they're like, "Hey, listen, you're using our trademark now." You can trademark yourself and you know, feel free to go ahead and take a look and so see you, how you can we, do it.
1: We could have trademarked the opera realtor. But
0: at the time, I was becoming a broker and already we were, transitioned. We were going away
1: from the opera realtor. Brand. Right, because
0: yeah. now I don't really necessarily want to be known as the opera realtor because I was branding myself for a reason. It wasn't, hey, look at me, just like you'll be doing it for a reason. Now I'm a broker and I kind of want to step back. I don't sell houses anymore. But anyway, okay, so that's Twitter and that's Instagram. Instagram, you want to have your face.
1: Yeah, Instagram, often. you want to have your face and whatever you're related to. So it's the same thing. Like yeah. we're posting about opera
0: mm-hmm.
1: and success. My singing post, yeah. And then, you know, open houses, you know, on Twitter. Yeah. It's the exact same thing, just in picture form.
0: So when you have an open house event uh, and you have an. Let me see. You have an open house event. You have a new listing. Those are all opportunities, guys, really, to go right back to social media and say, hey, look what I'm doing. This is awesome. Uh, especially the, open the open house, house is
1: event. more for you than them. Yep. So if you can get past that thought, it's really good to market yourself for your potential clients and yeah. your clients that are going to buy soon.
0: So when you go to an open house, one of the things that you'll find, you know, especially being in the very beginning, a lot of people get super nervous and they're like, I got to feel like every person that comes in here and they're not represented. How can I convert them? I'm scared as shit. And it happens all the time. Well, this is how you completely eliminate the fear. You go in knowing you're doing it for marketing purposes. Yep. You're so not- you don't have the air about you and energy that I need this sale. I need this yep, client. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: It helps. Although
1: you are you are giving them exposure
0: mm-hmm.
1: rarely will you sell a house from an open house. It, you usually get you know maybe a, another buyer but it, it's usually yeah. not those people that buy the house from the open house.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Although then, it
1: happens, it's just not a high percentage.
0: Yeah. And then on the other hand, again, like you don't have to convert the people that walk in the door as a result. So, what's cool about that is I made everybody obviously sign up on the list, but it wasn't like this thing where if you sign up now, I'm going to uh, say that you're committed to me because that a lot of times when buyers come in an open house, they don't want to give you information or they'll lie and say, Hey, listen, I'm already represented. Because, and it's not a bad thing, buyers that are listening. It's simply because they don't want to be bothered.
1: They're just, a so, lot the of times they're cruising around. They're yeah, thinking about buying a house. Or, they've seen
0: like 10 houses yeah. that day. So they'll give you their information if they have to, or sometimes they won't. But either way, you know, when you're doing it, it's for it's more for marketing purposes. It's for
1: your marketing brand. So
0: you can say, hey, look how awesome I am. And look at this awesome house I'm that always, I'm listing. Exactly. I'm always, exactly. Perception
1: recreating. is reality, guys. Yeah perception is reality so if you're always seen as doing an open house as selling a house as being that person out there in the marketplace people will start to recognize you as a person that's always working mm-hmm. and they're going to want to be associated with you
0: so then what what ended up happening what was really cool is that when i started doing uh open houses and i had that mindset that hey i'm not here to convert anybody who walks in the door more people actually started to call yep, me back yep so because this I remember. is what i did yep. instead of What I would do is I'd open the door and say, hey guys, what's up, listen, here's the house, and I would just point out very briefly, here's the living room, here's the formal room, here's the kitchen over here, there's some snacks over here, guys, take a look. I didn't show them the house because they don't wanna be followed around and say, hey, do you like it, hey, what's this? I knew it was for marketing purposes, so I said, "This is this, this is this." Take a look. If you have any questions, I'll be in the kitchen. I had music going, so it wasn't an awkward silence. I had snacks for the kids. I had little crafts sometimes for the kids. Would on was
1: Sunday awesome. we had beer.
0: Oh yeah, on, yeah. On Saturday and Sunday, especially yeah. football Sunday, we had beer. Yeah, the guys loved yep, that. Yep, used to
1: come. They're like, "Wow, this they're is like, awesome." Beer.
0: I mean, there's no crime against having beer on a Sunday. So even if it's an open house, you don't have to be stuffy. You you can be relaxed and knowing you're there more for marketing, and you can like take all the pictures of this beautiful home. And of course, you want to do open houses that have nice homes or present well online. Mm-hmm. It it was really it made it feel so much more organic to have the open house. I'm simply there to be your host today, and you can completely forget about me later. Oh, but go ahead and put your information. Yep. And, you know, they liked that. So then when they Googled, because, of course, I left them with a gift, whether it was, again, a little, like, um, you know, a little snack bar with my business card or whatever I had tied, they called, and yep. they would Google me, and they're like... Hey. And we
1: had, at the opera realtor. Yeah. So, the at, the, yeah, yeah the, so, at the opera realtor. They're
0: like, at the opera realtor. So they would immediately put it in, and they well, found you sing are you singing?
1: Are your realtor? Mm-hmm. What's going on?
0: It happens so often. I got a lot of gigs that way on the singing, and and uh, a lot of a lot of people that wanted to to work with me. So okay, so that's Twitter, Instagram, and understanding how that role plays. What about Pinterest?
1: Pinterest is different than Twitter and Instagram. Pinterest is easier and harder in a sense. Um, Pinterest is more for backlinking. So whatever site you have, so whatever website you have, you know. The whole goal for Pinterest is to backlink a lot, whatever you're posting back to your website. So mm-hmm. you're getting a lot of online traffic to go to your website. As far as content goes, I think Pinterest, you can be a lot more personable. You should have one, two, maybe three boards about real estate. Mm-hmm. And then the rest kind of be yourself. Like, hey, look at this awesome kitchen idea. Whatever your niche is.
0: So like for instance, if you go to my Pinterest account, the opera and I think it's still Uh, still the the opera. We haven't we
1: haven't done Pinterest in a little bit for the opera realtor.
0: Yeah, so if you if you take a look at mine, I really like shoes. I like diamonds. I like fashion. Yeah. I like pretty things. Mm -hmm. And so you'll see a ton of boards that have all things about that, you know. Um, motivations for Twitter, but fashion is for Pinterest. And so I had a I had some listings that I put up there and especially new construction just because they show well and they have new builders will use a lot of high resolution yep. photos so we put that on Pinterest and believe it or not we got a few leads from Pinterest yep, as well. Yep.
1: And the whole thing that we did is you backlink it. Now this is kind of technical and you know to explain over I guess a podcast but, but a
0: general opening. Yeah, yeah,
1: Pretty much a backlink is they click on that picture when they click on that picture it opens up in your website.
0: Yeah. And it takes you back to the website to yep. basically say, and even like, for instance, the pictures, like it. some of the pictures you would see as soon as you back go back to my website, which it was the opera yeah. com, But then other times it would just say like, you know, for more information, go ahead and fill out your information. And we got a lot of people who did that. Yep. They would sign up. So it was good. Okay. So that's the basics of Pinterest. Now my favorite, I love LinkedIn. LinkedIn. What did LinkedIn do um, or how did you attack it for the Opera Realtor brand? What did you do with that?
1: Whew. LinkedIn, that is a different animal than the other two, the other three. Yeah. So LinkedIn, it's not harder nor easier. It's just different. So LinkedIn, there is a lot of different functions. That there, So there's a blog, there's likes, there's follows, there's comments, there's posts. So pretty much what we did is we just attacked it by following a lot of people, liking a lot of their stuff, and writing blogs, Mm -hmm. and sharing people's stuff.
0: Can you, or should you, and did you, automate LinkedIn?
1: (laughs) Yes, you should automate LinkedIn if you can. However, there's not a good program out there that does that. All
0: right. So, uh... So we did it
1: manually. However, it's set up so easy on the website where it doesn't take that much time.
0: That's true.
1: So it was just a quick... Follow, 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 like, 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 reshare, a few comments,
0: For all write, a,
1: write a blog, boom, yeah. you're done.
0: Okay, so you said a lot though. So, how many follows or connection requests did you have me or you were doing? Okay,
1: so LinkedIn is not like, you know, it's not like Twitter or Instagram or Pinterest the the conversion ratio i guess for people that will follow you back on linkedin is much greater mm-hmm. so i did 100 to 200 follows a day
0: okay so you're manually manually on, yeah, connect yeah yeah con- con- yeah connect,
1: okay. yes connect connections yes connect then, connect connect connect
0: yeah and then the likes
1: and the likes i did 100 to 200 likes a day okay on people's posts
0: okay so we had a connections likes, likes. and then endorsements
1: endorsements yes that's, so endorsements is basically you're gonna see on people's profiles, they're gonna say, you know, I am skilled in such and such. So you would endorse them, so pretty much give them a point for, you know, I'm I'm skilled in sales, I'm skilled in real estate, I'm skilled in whatever craft you're skilled in. Right. And that's what it, that, and that's what you did. So what I do was I would endorse ten people a day, and what this does is it gets people back to your to your LinkedIn profile because mm-hmm. you know there's all kind of notifications. This person liked you. This person added you. This person posted a blog.
0: This person viewed your this profile. This person viewed your
1: profile so that one's actually a little bit easier, but no one really wants to do that, I notice, on it's LinkedIn. Interesting. It's interesting. Yeah.
0: Because when you first started talking about LinkedIn, I remember you yeah, were looking it, at, um, what is his name, uh, Lewis House, And you were yes. like, hey, listen, you know, and Coca-Sexton, you were like, yeah. you know, we should definitely check out LinkedIn. And I didn't have one and, at the time. Yeah,
1: and we were already getting big on Twitter and on Instagram at the time. Yeah, and we yeah. didn't
0: have a platform where we were actually connecting with it, kind of like industry professionals yeah. because we didn't have Facebook whatsoever. Um, complete had completely nixed it. And so once LinkedIn started, the biggest thing I remember is we needed to have an awesome profile. And when you have everything fully decked out in the profile, it says you have an all-star profile and that's what you're going for. So the summary, the headline, everything you want to have completely filled out and specific to your niche. So I was always telling people I did luxury homes and new construction is that the only... Niche. I worked with, no, but that's who I was targeting and it yep. obviously helped the credibility. So I remember, like you said, we had to do the connections, the endorsements, the likes, and I still do this for mine as well yep, as and a program. Yeah. and yours. And But the thing is, you also have to write blog posts. So blogs take a little bit of time, but it was definitely Blogs
1: take a little bit of time at first yeah. and then you get the swing of it and you, you can bang one out in 30 minutes. Yeah. It's not it's not a paper, guys. Where you got to turn it into a teacher for grading.
0: Yeah, this is just for yeah, the exposure. Because exactly. then what happens is they they share it with your network. So like for instance, right now I think I have a, almost thirteen thousand connections, and so that goes out to everyone. And of course, LinkedIn has an algorithm like like Facebook does, where not everyone will necessarily see it at all times. But the more obviously, the more connections you have, the more the people the more people. See yeah, it.
1: it's just kind of common sense. What
0: was funny is, I think it was about a month ago, I had reached out to an agent, and I don't remember why I reached out to her, because she was out of state, I wasn't looking to recruit her for Follow Me Realty, but I said, hey, how's it going? And I was like, could you please, oh, I think she was just a new connection, I was like, hey, could you check out my new blog? So what I did is I engaged with at least 10 people a day on messaging, saying, hey, thanks for connecting with me, could you please check out my new article, let me know what you think. Because I was um, specifying uh, connecting with uh, real estate agents, she was in I think it was New York, and she said, "Hey, you know what's funny? A friend of mine just sent me this post. It's great." So it's funny. Someone this is for
1: your New ebook. York. The the ebook. Yes. That, it was for the ebook.
0: And it, it got how it to entrepreneur
1: like, yeah how to entrepreneur like a boss. It
0: spread like wildfire. Yeah, it did. So when you have really good content, that's another thing. Like. Don't just ride on the fact that it's awesome or you know that it, it's good. Like, go and tell people about it without just sharing that and resharing it. Tell people, like, hey, thanks for connecting. Check out my new blog. And then put the link there. Boom. And that's what we did. And
1: if you join Follow Me Realty, we will teach you how to do and automate all this stuff. I yeah. know it's kind of bland over the podcast, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of little technicalities to where it makes life a lot easier.
0: Yeah. I mean... You know, there are so many nuances and little tips and tricks you can do. But what what I found as an agent, like when I started is, there are a lot of people saying, hey, you just got to get out there and you got a cold call. What does that but, mean? But they didn't tell you yeah, where to go. Yeah, what does that mean? They didn't tell you what platforms work. And, they, like, for instance, here's a phone we were, book. Good luck. We were all given, I remember on my first real estate team, we were all given a Mike Ferry script to use. And I said, well, shit, if everybody's using this script, and how's it gonna be effective? And then we found out ourselves that, yes, everyone is using the same exact script. So we customize one for ourselves and that people, you know, agents can use if they sign up with us too, because, like, You have to stand out and have customizable content, customized content.
1: That's why everyone hates realtors. If you just Google real, you know, Google.
0: They get such a bad rap.
1: Exactly, it's because it's all the same, you know, bland.
0: And a lot of people think that agents are overpaid and they do no work, but I mean, anybody who's in real estate You got
1: $7,000 to sell my house? Yeah.
0: And don't you think you should cut your commission this much? Absolutely not. Let me tell you guys. You're <laughs> and gonna when get that's it. your
1: only money. <laughs> yeah. So it's ridiculous. If you've just yeah. worked
0: for three months straight on a deal to close for two hundred fifty thousand and what you end up coming away with is like that's That's about 3000 dollars? That's about seventy five hundred for oh, two hundred fifty thousand dollars. But home. you gotta
1: split that with the seller. No, that's
0: just your split. So for three oh. percent commission, you're coming about seventy five hundred and then on top of your commission split with your broker. Yeah. Unless you're with commission. So, again, let's say you sell a $250,000 house. You get about a $7,500 commission minus your commission split and everything. You've worked your ass off for that. And so, you want to give content that's really relevant. You want to be of value. And the best way for people to know you fast instead of door knocking for two hours and you only reach 50 people is social media. Social media.
1: media. You can get a following so fast. Mm -hmm. And it's just people don't do it because... I have no idea why they don't do it, to be honest with no, you.
0: No, we know why people don't do it. Why? Because, and I'll tell you, because when I've been talking to some of the new agents that start, they seem a little bit overwhelmed by the fact that we have such an aggressive metrics.
1: Oh, but yeah. It's it only works. aggressive if you don't know what you're doing.
0: Well, it's aggressive if you're not used to doing it and you don't think that it takes that time. But as much time as you think it takes to prepare an open house, to cold call, to go tell people about you, to go send out paper mailings, which some brokerages still tell you to do, and hey... Whatever floats your boat. I would never tell you, you to do that.
1: No, you should send out paper mailings mm. for Christmas.
0: For Christmas to say hey Merry Christmas.
1: from your neighborhood realtor. Yes, yeah, exactly.
0: But you know, you in order to be relevant for in the holidays, age, really, yeah, that,
1: that's a really good time
0: to send yeah, out mailings. People, exactly. Yeah. When people Google you, you want to know that they're finding a, a valuable resource within the real estate market because there are a shit ton of agents out there. Yeah. And you want people to say, I remember them because I've seen them so many times.
1: Which happened to us all the time in Central Florida.
0: Oh, my gosh. So
1: many people like, hey, you're the opera realtor. Hey, you're the opera realtor. At black
0: tie events to parties simply because they saw us everywhere. And I even had somebody come into our office when I used to work for uh, one of the other brokerages. We were having a powwow a meeting there and uh, somebody who was was coming in to basically just pitch to our agents for uh photography and videography he came up and he's like wait a minute you're the opera realtor no one knew me by my name they said yep. you're the opera realtor oh my gosh i see you everywhere you. i see you everywhere
1: linkedin pinterest and an, twitter an, an instagram adv-
0: yeah and an advantage you can give to your clients is to say guys you see me everywhere we are going to get your house everywhere and
1: that and that's actually kind of the pitch that we used yeah. uh when we were cold calling we're, yeah. we we pretty much said listen we have the ability to push your house out to over 40 50,000 people where the next daily where the next guy can't Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: that was part of the pitch instead of just oh hey how's it going so when are you moving out so would you would you sell your house if I had a buyer
0: yeah that's the the, same
1: basic guys
0: trust me put your house up for sale by owner and see what happens put your house yeah
1: put your house up for sale by owner and and see how many people say the exact same thing
0: and then with our metrics at the same time too, with the with the aggressive metrics that you use, and I say aggressive because it really is. I mean, it boils down to massive action, ladies and gentlemen. And so, and it's not
1: even that co- aggressive compared to the guy that we learned it from. It's compared, which was uh, Grant Cardone, the sales yeah. guy.
0: But, yeah, that's yeah. very true. But compared to what the majority of these social media marketing companies will say they'll do at a hefty fee, oh my and God. compared to what most oh of basic God. agents will do these days, it's very aggressive. But let me tell you guys, it that, works. That's
1: for another blog. Don't get ripped off.
0: Oh my goodness. Yeah. I have like yeah. five stories oh from this week alone, and it's Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That is... Yeah. You, as a new realtor... Do not pay for people that say they can take care of your social media. That That say for $600 a week, we'll do two posts on Twitter. We'll we'll post once a day on Facebook.
0: And they act like they're doing you a huge service. Exactly.
1: And oh my God, guys, that is, you're going to be just dumping your money down the toilet.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll show you how to that, do that it that's for another right podcast. Way. That really is yeah, yeah. because I could talk all day long about the the people that have come our way as a result of the massive action. Oh, okay, one more thing before we go. The impressions that you will get as a result of doing it this way and again, if you can pay for you know for promoting some tweets and some like if you use Facebook, which I'm strongly against, but if you have it and you can pay to get the message out there and promote your, you know, your content or a specific post for a given amount of time, that's awesome. I'll tell you, I've talked to other people that I have paid and you know a minimal amount, you know, like maybe ten bucks every week, and they've gotten like eleven thousand impressions or what have you. But with the metrics that we did. We got on average. I want to say it was about fourteen thousand impressions daily, yep. and that's if you are consistent. You have to be consistent, and you have to do it for a while.
1: Yeah, because Twitter will pick up on the algorithm, so will Instagram. Yeah, you know. So yeah, it needs to be consistent, done daily. Yeah, every day, same, same stuff every day, okay. nonstop.
0: So guys, thank you boom, boom, very boom. much for joining us today. I hope that this was an eye-opener for you and giving you some insight with Yes, Drew. the
1: gist is you need to get on social media and you need to post all the time. Yes. And if you don't know what to do, you got to come to our brokerage. Yep. We'll teach you.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you're in Florida, check out Follow Me Realty. The information that we give, honestly, we've been doing this for a long time for free because we really like people to know what we wish we would have known when we started real estate And sales in general. And, you know, we have a plethora of knowledge to go and get out. We might as well get paid for it. (laughs) So thank you guys for joining. Thank you. And we will talk to you soon.